0: Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855 853 4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You're about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online.
1: Hour number two of our Halloween special, Real Ghost Stories from Real People at Real Ghost Stories Online. And uh, this involves some zombie stories this hour. It sure does. With uh, our friend Oscar in Dallas, uh, who is uh, the person who uh, wrote into us earlier in the year with the zombie ghost clown story that's uh, just slightly disturbing, one of the most disturbing stories of the year. And he's got more than than just this story. He had another one not that long ago we talked about. Uh,
0: the pig man. The pig
1: man story. Yes. So there's been some messed up stuff in this man's life, to to put it lightly. Freaky ass shit, as, as I would call it. Um, anyway, he's joining us uh, today at Real Ghost Stories Online for hour number two to recount in his own words um, some of those stories and more of what's uh, gone on uh, in and around those stories and other events in his life. Uh, so, uh, just to, to kick things off here, uh, Oscar, uh, who is in jo- Oscar in Dallas, is joining us via Skype this uh, this evening. Uh, Oscar, I'm just going to have uh, you kick off the show with us, an hour number two here at Real Ghost Stories Online by uh, by talking about that uh, that famous story that uh, you wrote into us about the zombie ghost clowns. That's
0: fine. All right. I, actually, um, I have a plus uh, I, I actually I have to add something to it um, my aunt recently um, we, we were at a dinner mm-hmm. and my aunt you know my, my brother was bringing up the ghost clown thing mm-hmm. but before he did my aunt stopped and he goes Look, I, I have a ghost story myself because when I was 15 years old living in the same house in Mexico by the way um, she saw the ghost clown too
1: so, so really. It,
0: It's not an isolated incident with us. She's actually seen him. Like still? Well, she saw him when she was 15 years old in the kitchen. same scenario as mine, you know, except that when she was young, she went to the kitchen um, to get some water around 3 in the morning. Mm -hmm. She said she saw a clown. And this is – she doesn't even know our story. She's never heard of us even talking about a clown. And my brother, you know, he was like, "Oh my God, you saw the clown too?" He goes, "Yes." He goes, "I saw him when I was fifteen years old." So I'm thinking wow. it has to be something older than that. You know, it has to be yeah. something that for years or for who knows how long.
1: So this is something that 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 would she would have experienced before you experienced a ghost yes. clown.
0: Yeah, my, my aunt's like six years old. Wow. So, okay. so so um yeah yeah so that clown's been there ever since. So who knows? I don't think it's a clown. I think it's some kind of I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, Something let's that, uh, let, let's 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 backtrack a little bit to the beginning of your experience, uh, and I, I know I kind of like already said what it's about, but let's just start at the beginning because I know a lot of our listeners have probably already heard the story, but I want to hear it from your own mouth and your words. Let's hear the ghost clown story. What happened? All right.
0: Well, it happened many many years ago. I think I was around eight or nine years old, and every year my parents used to go to Mexico. And it was a tradition It was like family vacation And we always used to go around September Which is the like the fair day for them Like, you know, there's fair fair days for Well, it was a fair day for that little Tom called San Felipe And it, it was a beautiful fair, you know They, they have vendors, they have clowns They have rides they, You know, it's pretty much a fair But in mm-hmm. Mexico And um, we love going there because You know, it's the first time our families get together You know, it's a big family event So, um you know, well, we all stay in one house, which is my grandpa's house. <clears throat> and my grandpa, you know, he, he's a very tough man. Well, he's passed away a long time ago. But he, you know, he's a very big, broad man. He's very military-style guy. He's very direct. Doesn't laugh. Doesn't cry. Doesn't do anything. He's really tough. My dad's the opposite. My dad's very friendly, very nice. So besides that, so we're staying with my grandparents, and. The day it happened, I remember this because we were all staying in one bedroom next to my grandparents room. And um, so what happened is that, you know, it it was that one day with all the clowns come in town or all the circus people, you know, they, 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 you know, they get in a caravan and they roll down the streets and stuff. You see animals in the streets and stuff, whatever. Well, what I didn't tell you in the story is that they come down a freeway because it, it, we're, we're on the edge of town so and the main street comes in and so all the major traffic come in through the same little channel remember this is a, it's a small town it's not a city it's a, it's a small town so all the big like trucks use that same road mm-hmm. well somehow some way some guy lost control hit one of those cars people fell off and died we didn't know this we're just kids you know we're, we're just enjoying summer and uh well we thought it was just part of the show you know like hey you know you know you know, they're clowns. They fell on the floor. They're dead. You know, we didn't know that. You know, we we didn't comprehend that. So yeah. I don't know how I didn't comprehend that. But we, you know, we saw it and, you know, we started laughing and pointing, you know, and then we realized it wasn't a joke. You know, this is actually real stuff. So we, you know, my, 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 uh, my brother, which is, um, his name's Juan. He's my older, he's a year older than me. And, uh, he, he's very mean. He's, he, even to this day, he's very, uh, you know, I'm. I'm, we're like polar opposites. I'm, I'm a super nice person. He's super mean. So anyways, but when this happened, he started pointing, laughing. And and he said that the clown turned around and looked at him. And he freaked out. My brother's really tough. Not like me. You know, I, I, I was, you know, I'm, I'm a scaredy cat. If I would have seen that, I, I would probably pee my pants. You know, but <laughs> I, I, I didn't, you know, my, my brother did. And I believe him because he doesn't play around. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make stuff up. And so he, we went back inside the house and we're freaked out. You know, we, we, we you know, he finally caught on to it that. It was a event, you know, something, somebody died, you know, you don't, you know, when you're a little kid and you see stuff like that, it's, it, you don't really process it right. You know, mm-hmm. you just, not till later on when, when you think about it, like, oh damn, you know, somebody died, you know? Well anyways, that night, my brother was really scared and we were scared to tell you the truth. So we all stayed in one little room. With my older cousin, she she was our babysitter. Her name was Naomi, and uh, she was 15 years old. She was the oldest one from from the whole kids. So we all stayed in one little room. It was my cousin Naomi, my brother, myself, and my little cousin. And we all stayed in one big king size bed in in this one room that had this had the door had the main door which pointed to my grandfather's room, and it had the kitchen door which pointed to the kitchen. And, and this door was you know it, it was pretty wide. It was made out of old wood. It had a baseball-sized hole and, and right, right on top where people used to grab it or open it. It didn't have, like, a doorknob. It was one of those really old, rickety doors where you pushed. <clears throat> and, you uh, know, and uh, we, we kind of liked it because we could just go in and grab milk or grab whatever from the kitchen, which is fine. But that night, I remember, we didn't have air conditioning, so it was really hot. In and, and, and Mexico, it, it's weird because it's kind of California weather, you know. Um, in, the, in the evening, it's really warm and at night, it's really cold. So that day, we're really hot. We're sweating. I remember getting up, I was sweating. And we got up around, well, my brother got up around 3 o'clock in the morning. And he asked my cousin, hey, can you go with me and get some water? And I remember he woke us all up. And, and I remember thinking, you know, I got up and I was scared. You know, I didn't want to wake up at that time, you know and my little cousin was holding on to me and we we were at the edge of the bed and they were like on the other side of the bed and they got up and they woke us all up. They went to the, you know, to the kitchen. I remember thinking, you know, I was like, you know, really you need some water now? And okay, we were scared, you know, we've just been through a traumatic event and we we didn't want to get up. And um, my cousin opened the door and the first thing we see is this guy sitting on a chair. And I remember this vividly because he was sitting looking at the wall, like waiting for something. And I remember thinking, you know, I was thinking like, hold on, nobody should be there. You know, it's not my parents. You know, it's nobody's there. This guy, he he had, um, you know, it looked like a mask, but it wasn't like a a bozo mask. It was more like, um, it was more like, um, like a, like, a, like a mime, you know, like like you see a mm-hmm. mime, you know, he, he had like that kind of mime thing. You know, he was wearing black or gray or something. Sure. He had white gloves. He, he was bald-headed. And we saw him from the back. And then he turned around. I remember that look he gave us, like he wanted to eat us. Like, oh. like you know, like, like no, no, seriously, like, yeah. like he wanted to, you know, he had this look in his face where... It wasn't a smile and, and it wasn't a, it was like a grin you know kind of thing and, and remember he showed his teeth and his teeth was like i don't know it, it seemed like they were rotting away but they were pointy kind of you know yeah and he turned around and i remember seeing his face he had a round face but his nose red but not like a bozo nose it was nose like like somebody punched him mm-hmm. you know and, and he had a. a like a beard. And I know he had paint on his face because his lips were red. He had a like a stubble face. And he looked at us and his eyes got wide and he ran toward us, like leaped at us. And my cousin closed the door and then she held it. Cause she, used to, she was a big girl. Don't get me wrong. She, she wasn't like a skinny girl. She was a really big girl. So she put her body against it. My brother put his body against him. And then the door just, the when he hit the door, it literally almost knocked the door out of his hinges. And my cousin, like, you know, we got up and we start pulling the doors and stuff. And my cousin was, my little cousin started crying. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, we're going to die. You know, it's just like a, you know, when this happened, it was, I mean, it was seconds. It wasn't like minutes. It seemed like a long time. But we ran there. and remember thinking we can't hold this door forever, you know. And this guy was pushing the door like he wasn't trying to open. He would just. Ramming himself against it, and the door would go, you know, it will open. Mm-hmm. It would open like this much. It'll close. It was open. We wouldn't let him in, you know. Remember we're thinking we're we're gonna die, you know. And uh, it, I, you know, I always people say, "Why is the zombie?" No, it was the actual physical person. It was somebody yeah. there. You know, it wasn't like a ghost because the ghost would have walked in, you know. Well, anyways, and he suddenly stopped. You know, he there was no sound, nothing. He would just suddenly stop. And then we see a hand come to the little hole and he's trying to grab us, you know? He's trying to like reach out and trying to grab us. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I remember, I remember thinking, oh my God, he's trying to grab us. We are trying to duck and we're trying to push him. And then he finally stopped again. And then we saw his eye in the door like this, like trying to see us, you know? And he told us in Spanish. He goes, he goes, he goes, me entrar, you know? like, let me in, let me in, I just want to play. I just want to play. But he said it in such an evil way, you know, like it wasn't like, hey, kids. No, no. He said, let me in, you know, let me in, like, let me in. Stop fighting me, you know, let me in. And we started crying. I mean, I mean, I almost peed my pants You know, I was a little kid. I, I, I almost literally freaked out. I remember, I remember thinking, you know, I remember thinking we're going to die. You know, we we're literally going to die. My parents are upstairs and there's no way because see in in, in Mexico, the walls are real thick. They're, they're not like She-Rock. These are stone walls. Yeah. You can scream all you want. You're nobody's gonna hear you. <laughs> and um, we started screaming. You know, we started screaming, and my grandpa came out. You know, my grandpa came out real fast, and he, he had a gun. And he goes, "Who's there? We're gonna, you know, whoever's there is gonna shoot you." And he had a big dog. I remember he had a huge like German Shepherd that always stayed with us. You know, and he let him go, and the dog started beating something up. He'd be like. He started fighting something. We were too scared to move. My grandpa ran into our room, see where, and then he ran back this way, around the, 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 the hallway because it was kind of like a U shape. You know, the two houses, the two rooms were together. The kitchen was over here, and then we had a garden in the middle. It, it, this all happened in the garden, and then the the dog started barking and started fighting, and all of a sudden we heard, you know, just silence again. And then my grandpa went over there and then we heard somebody running. They just like, you know, like they just ran upstairs and, you know, they ran up because it's three stairs, three stories. So he, he, we heard somebody run and jump off the balcony and then into the floor, you know, and we're thinking, whoever did this had to break his legs, man. He had to break his legs because the three story fall on pure concrete, you know, no no matter what you are, if you're an acrobat, I don't care what you are, mm-hmm. you will break your legs. And then we opened the door to see who was there and nobody was there. My grandpa was like, with his gun and stuff. And we were freaked out. We were really freaked out. My grandpa was looking around and we we noticed certain smells in the kitchen. You know, we, we, we noticed like, you know, when you kill it, when it's a dead animal in your house, mm-hmm. you know, you get that real musty smell. And it was, and it, when the funny thing about it is that when, whenever this, whatever this thing was, it got really cold. I remember thinking, remember I told you it was really hot, but that is it got really freaking cold, like so cold, we were scared you know, and, and anyways and, uh, my, my grandpa went looking around, everybody woke up in the house, they were looking, they called the cops and the cops came over and, and they're like, you know, it was a ratero which is a burglar, you know, we're, they're saying it was a burglar, and we're telling them it's not a burglar, it was not a burglar, and the guy was like well, we don't see an entry point, you know, the, you know, the guy scaled three stories and jumped in or he was already in the house. Mm -hmm. He never been was in the house, but he wasn't in the house because we had a dog. The dog would have smelled him out.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and and so, you know, but you know, later, years later, my grandfather actually admitted it. You know, he says that, you know, he told us that whatever it was, wasn't human, whatever it it was that night wasn't human. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's it. I mean, we we never saw him again. We never actually went back. It, It was, You know, that was the last year we ever went back to that house. You know, but, you know, like, again, my my aunt, which is my grandfather's older daughter, saw him too. Saw the same clown, same, he described him to the T. And we never told her that story, ever, ever, ever. And I was trying to get my brother to come here to to explain this side of the story, you know, because he he, he actually experienced it too. He actually brought it up because I, you know, I asked him, hey, man, you know, one day I had talked to him, like, I remember this thing that happened to us. I don't know if you remember, I want to see if it was, I don't know if I made this stuff in my mind or if it's true you now. Cause you guys, I was nine years old at the time. Sure. And he, he goes, no, it really happened. I was there. You were there. My cousin's there. And then, so we went to my cousin's house and we were asked her, do you remember what happened this day? She goes, what the clown? He goes, yes. So I don't even have to explain to her. She knows she, she's seen this, you know, we, you know, it's a, it's a life changing experience. You know, when you see something like, it's like, what well, it's like seeing Bigfoot. You yeah. know, nobody believes you at all. No, I've told this story to so many people. Oh, you're, you're crazy. You're making this up. No, <laughs> I wish I was making that up. You know, it, uh,
1: what do you, looking back on it all these years later, what do you think it was specifically?
0: I, I think it was a demon or something. I, I think it was actually a real physical, because, you know, uh. It, it wasn't human that's for sure and it wasn't a burglar it wasn't mm-hmm. a ghost it wasn't it, it had a physical features it had physical you know it it could have grabbed us you know mm-hmm. what I mean it, I mean it left a, a stench you know it it, it, it smelled foul it, it was so foul that my grandfather tore the kitchen down and rebuilt it just because that smell was kept on you know coming you
1: know Yeah.
0: um I don't know what it was, to the truth. Uh, you know, always, through the years, I always thought it was a burglar, you know? Mm-hmm. But it it couldn't have been. No way.
1: No. I mean, after that experience, because you, you said that uh, your, your aunt had experienced it, something like that, or that, that same thing prior, it's- did you hear any stories, or was there any stories after that, of that same entity making itself known to anyone else in your family?
0: Well, on the street that... The, on the same street we lived on there, there was this legend of this guy they used to appear on the corner of, of the street and and it's funny because that street we lived on was a big street but it didn't have any any uh street lights so it's always dark in there so nobody would walk to that street you know it so it, i don't know that's ha, ha, anything to do with this yeah. of they, they, I mean, it was like an urban legend in that little town, you know, like El Muerto Salia, you know, the, the devil would appear there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But like I said, it and it's co- it's coincides with the same house, you know, in, in the same block. So huh. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But uh, no, but my, my aunt, well, my aunt did tell me another story. She, she said that uh, that this lady appears in that house and that uh, she, she tries to grab children. She says that she doesn't come in the house. What she does, she, she comes, she peeks through the window and she sticks her hand through the window and her hand supposedly, I've never seen this, her hand supposedly stretches out so long like a snake. It's like a black hand and it, it appears like through windows and closets. It's trying to grab kids. Mm -hmm. And I, and my mom actually told me the same story that when we were children, like really young, that this lady appeared on the stairs and tried to grab one of my cousins and then she flew away, you know. And, and, but like I said, I've never seen that. And it it, ha- it happened in the same house, by the way. Sure. Um, but, you know, in Mexico, they call them brujas, which is a witch. Uh-huh. And over there, they, they, it's... You know, if you talk to any Mexican, they'll tell you what a bruja is. You know, it, it's a, like a witch that... You know, that eats children. She has really long fingers, and sure. she, you know, they come out with claws. And they're like snakes because they don't really come out like her full body. Only her hand comes out, and you know, it lurks to the floor and grabs onto the bed, and you can see that kind of like a spider. You know? Yeah. I've never seen one, but I, I did experience once. With my father. Um, we stayed in that house actually when I was in college. I went back to Mexico to do some stuff with my father and my aunt and my cousin, my cousin. Actually, my same cousin that was in the house at the same time. But he was 21 and I was 23. And uh, we went back and my, me and my father stayed in the second floor, which is supposedly haunted too. And my aunt and my, uh, my cousin stayed on the bottom floor. And we were, um, me and my dad, my dad, you know, my dad's macho, man. My dad's, you know, he's always worked out. He's a big guy. So we're staying upstairs in the same bed. And then, Right when we turn off the lights, we see these globes, like these, like floating, like strobe lights. Mm -hmm. You know, just floating around. I told my dad, "Hey, Dad, is is that like a street light? You know, like you know, when cars are passing by, it flashes." You know, like no, we can't because there's no windows. You know, we're literally in the middle of 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 the of a concrete building. You know, and um, but anyways, we try to go to sleep, right, and then. me and him, you know, we we're looking And there's this window, I don't know why they have a window Within a building that just shows a wall You know, there's no window There's, there's a window, but on the other side of the window There's another wall mm-hmm. inside of the house And uh, I don't know why in Mexico There are houses like that, but we saw this lady Up here, we saw the top of this lady's head Come up from the from the Bottom of the window Like she was floating, you know, and my dad Me and my dad saw this And my, and my dad goes, do you see what you're seeing? Like, I see it and she started coming out and her skin was like gray. And I remember I remember this thing because my dad got up and ran. He ran down the, down the stairs like, hold on, man, wait for me, you know? <laughs> so we both ran on the stairs and jumped on my aunt's bed and we told her what we saw. He goes, oh, you saw the bruja, right? because I don't know who we saw, but, you know, because I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me, you know, because I saw this lady literally appear from the window coming up like this. Like she's coming up from the elevator, you know, yeah. she's like, and my dad saw her too. We literally ran up from downstairs. I mean, he actually he left me, but I ran behind him, and uh, we went downstairs. And all that trip, we stayed with my aunt in her room because we were so scared to go upstairs. But besides, in the same house, by the way. We saw the clown, but that, that's, God, mean,
1: is there any reason for that house to have these dark things going on within it? Do you know? Do you know the background I, far enough?
0: I do. Um, it used to be a, a military fort. Okay, uh, the the town is called San Felipe, and it, it was it was part of the of the uh, Mexican Revolution. Okay, so the Spanish or the French, or whoever were there, they made it into a fort. And it's, it's in the middle of the town because you know they they they, uh, they they whoever came in, they would stop them, you know whatever. So when the when the town took over it, they divided the house into four pieces. You know, so the house is actually divided in four. The, the fort was divided into four pieces. That's why there's three three levels. And um, so my my grandfather had one level, and that's where people got shot. Mm-hmm. You know, but they, they would um uh, execute them. Mm-hmm. They would put them against the wall and shoot them. Well, we we got that part of the house. And we knew, and we knew this. You know, we all knew this because when we first got the house, you know, you gotta understand this house has been generations in our house. So it's it's gone through all kinds of you know transformations and people used to say was money hitting the walls and you know I never found anything so but yeah it's a really 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 old house and it was part it was part of a military base okay. you know back like in the eighteen maybe the Mexican Revolution so yeah so it's a pretty old house and
1: so there's been some very dark things that have happened within yes. those walls
0: okay wow. hangings shootings sure
1: sure wow well that answers that question pretty well <laughs> as to wow. what what could be going on there let's hear and this is one of your favorite stories of the year yes uh, we would love to hear your uh, your t- take and, and you sharing the, the pig man story
0: yes oh uh, actually the pig man is, is, I just told you a little bit of that story there's actually more to that story okay um, well, the I, um, when the pig man starts, my father had bought. Well, we were living with my grandparents for a long time. You know, I was maybe like I don't know, I was ten or something like that. And we, my father finally bought a house for us, and it was down the street from my grandparents' house. At the time, uh, there were so many re- retirees, you know, like old people that are retiring and dying out. So my grandfather, used to, my dad. Used to, used to know this old lady and this old lady said you know what I like you I like your family I'll sell you this house so she pretty much gave him the house you know in some conditions she said you know if you help me move he goes I'll sell you this house for X amount of money my dad agreed He said okay my dad was a young guy he goes okay uh, I'll I'll, I'll help you she didn't have any family so she she didn't have anybody to help her so we you know we volunteered hey we'll go help you you know how much stuff can you have and she had a lot of stuff by the way she had boxes (laughs) Cats. I mean, the house more like cat urine. Oh, so, God. you know, we, we had to go in there and clean the whole house. But besides that, the night this happened, we, we literally just got the keys to the house. And, and we were helping her move. And, and she was telling us a story about her family and, you know, whatever. It, it, it got to the point where we just moved all our stuff from the living room and from our bedroom. We still needed, like, two more rooms. Like, the kitchen and a back room and this, like, guest room. But they were locked. She kept those rooms locked. And we're like, why would she keep these rooms locked? You know, you know, but she just pretty much lived by her, by herself. So, you know, the, the one room I was uh, I was talking about was by the kitchen. I remember thinking, you know, I was maybe ten, I don't know how old it was in America. I was really young though. I um we walked in and my dad goes, Go to the kitchen and take the stuff out. It's okay. And uh, I was, you know, I, was, I wanted to move into the house already because me and my brother were picking out rooms. Like, I want my own room and he wanted his own room. But we ended up sharing a room anyway. So we we, uh, we were looking and my brother was like, okay, well, you go this and I'll, I'll do that. And we found this door behind the refrigerator. You know, she we moved the refrigerator out the way and we found this door just there. It's just this door, you know, like, like I don't know, you find the secret door, you know. It wasn't a secret door. It was, we knew the door was there. We just couldn't get to it. And then we tried to open it and it was locked. It literally was locked. It had one of those old skeleton keys. We couldn't get in it. So, like, you know, I told my dad, hey, dad, we need the key to that door. He goes, okay, well, I think I know where it's at. So he he goes and asks the old lady for the key. And so my brother goes with him. Now I'm just there, you know, looking around and the door just creaks open. (laughs) And I was like, oh was, you know, we must have opened it somehow. So I go in there and I have the key because remember I wanna be the first one in there because I wanna claim it for as my own. You know, I wanna be, hey, this is my room, not your whatever. So I went in there all gun home. And I didn't have I didn't have a flashlight, so we had candles. We we're going like this, the candle, and the room was really, really, really dark. I couldn't even see in front of my face. Even with the candle, it seemed like it was so dark in there. And I was walking around like this. And, you know, I, I didn't see anything. I was just boxes and boxes of stuff. And I was looking around. And as I realized, hold on, the door behind me just closed, you know, so I freaked out. So as soon as, as soon as I turned around, I walked. Okay, let me explain the, the, the room I walked into was two rooms actually. It was one room and then it connected to another room through via these two double doors. Or well, these two like I, like you know two doors like they open like this. Mm-hmm. I had walked in there and I realized that I locked myself out. So I turned around. As soon as I turn around, I hit this fat guy. Boom, right in the face. And I ran into him. You know, I ran into the, you run somebody like at the mall. You know, just turn around. Boom, I hit him. And at first I was thinking, hold on, hold on, nobody's here except for me, and my parents. My parents are outside. And I looked, and this guy was a really fat guy like bigger than me he was I remember thinking this guy was I was like this and he was like that to me you know he he was really big and I looked and I remember seeing his velvet like like a vest I remember seeing his buttons I remember seeing this coat he reminded me of like a preacher or something you know I remember I hit him and I looked up and I saw his, his, his double chin and I saw this noose around his neck it wasn't it was just around his neck, and then I heard this pig. You know, I heard this this noise. Mm-hmm. Then I turned around and run. He grabbed me from the shoulder. I remember thinking, "Oh crap!" So I turned around and hit him. Boom! Remember this all happened in instants. You know, it sure. wasn't like it happened like no, it happened like really fast. It, it, I hit him. Boom! It, it was like hitting. It wasn't human. Whatever it was, it was like it was like hitting a. Like punching bag, you know, it was it was hard, you know, it was like, like it wasn't, when you hit a person you, you feel the person, you know you, this person wasn't, whatever it was, it was it, it was it was like, like punching sand, you know, like a sandbag Sure, you know? sure. I, I hit him, boom, and I ran, and then I remember he, he was saying stuff to me like what are you doing here or, I forget, but anyways I ran and I started running and my candle went out, I remember thinking, I know where the door is at because I remember it came through, there wasn't that big a room. I ran, I hit the wall, boom, head on. And then I started screaming because I couldn't get, I couldn't find the door and you know, it was really dark in there. And I hit, kept on hearing this guy. And then I saw my dad, boom, breaks in the door. Well, he ain't breaks in, but he kicks the door, he opens. And then all of a sudden everything gets bright. You know, it, it, everything gets bright. And um, I realized I'm in a closet, you know, like I'm in the closet because there's a closet in there. And, and, you know, I freak out. My dad grabs me and goes, hey, what are you doing here? You know, how'd you get in the room? It's locked. I said, no, it wasn't locked. It was open. You know, it was, no, it wasn't locked. It was, I tried to get in the room and I couldn't get in. I heard you scream. So I kicked the door and then there you were. And I grabbed me, took me out. And I I told him, look, man, I I just freaked. I didn't want to tell him what I saw because he was so happy for the house. You know? I didn't want to mm-hmm. tell him, hey dad, I saw a, a fat ghost, you know? <laughs> you understand, this is our first house. And, and my dad loved this house. We all loved this house. Yeah. And I, I wasn't going to spoil that for them. So I, I, I never told him, you know, I, I, I told my brother, but my brother was like, nah, you're stupid, you know? I didn't see anything. Well, anyways, this thing, whatever it was, I call him the pig man because every time I saw him, I heard pigs, you know. I heard pigs, and and he had a he had like a rope, and he had a pig with him. Like when I first experienced him, I didn't see the pig. I just heard him. I just saw him that he had something like a like 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 on a leash, you know. I I, I, uh, many years, you know, you know. I only told you that's the first part of the the, my pig story, but there's a lot more to that guy. That guy haunted me for a long time for a long, long time. I remember when I was younger, he used to talk to me in my sleep. You know, he, he used to literally appear to me around three in the morning. And, and he used to talk to me and he used to talk to me from a corner of the room. Always. I never could see him, but he, I knew he was there. Looking, I could hear him breathing. I could hear the pig, you know, and then I got to a point where, you know, I, I, I stood up to him. I told him, hey, you know, I, I, I'm not scared of you. Whatever you are, I'm not scared of you. And that's when he started peering in the window. You know, he started peeing through the windows and he started cussing me out from the outside because he had told me some evil stuff, man. He had told me some really evil. I can't even tell you what he was telling me. He was horrible. I remember, you, I'm, I'm like a nine-year-old boy, you know, a 10-year-old boy. And he was telling me some horrible stuff. He was telling me, he was telling me, um, that, you know, that he was sending me some horrible stuff. I remember I, I told my parents and they thought I was crazy. They're like, Oscar, he goes, I, I, I'm scared because you're saying this crazy stuff. And I was like, so nobody really believed me. You know, it's like nobody, but I knew this guy was real. You know, he was real as you not. He it, it started getting violent. He, he started like punching me in, in my sleep. I used to wake up with knots in my face. My mom's like, What are you doing? He goes, Are you hitting yourself? I'm not doing anything, you know? And then, uh, you know, finally I stood up to him and I told him, hey, you know, I'm not scared of you. Whatever you are, I'm not scared of you. And then finally he he left me alone, you know. He, he left me alone, but he just told me some evil, evil stuff. And it was, it was like clockwork. Every, at three in the morning, he used to appear. I used to hear the, I, used to, hear, I used to hear the, I used to hear the pig, you know, like, and I knew he was coming. I knew, and, and, you know, and it's funny because I, I shared a room with my brother, and he never heard him. Oh, that's my son. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. And um, they they, they like hearing my stories. Sure. No, um, he he um, he never bothered my brother. He only messed with me, you know. And and then many years later, like many many years later, I went off to college and came back, and I would talk to my aunt. You know, my aunt stayed in my same the same room I was staying in. She stayed in. She was 15 years old when this happened to her. That's my mom's sister. And she told me the same thing. She told me that when first night she spent the night there, she saw a guy hanging from, from, from the closet, you know, with a noose and had a pig by his side. And I never told her that story ever. I never told anybody that story because I was ashamed. I, mm-hmm. I didn't want to tell them, hey, you know, by the way, go over there, please. Fine. Um, it, uh, I never told anybody the story. And then when my aunt confirmed what I said, my my aunt literally told me the same thing I did. It goes, oh, Oscar, you saw him too? Oh my God, I, I saw him. You know, he hunted me. Mm-hmm. In the same room, by the way, the same room that was locked, you know, she saw him. She said that she she used to wake up at night, she used to hear a pig crying, you know, and she used to hear she used to hear a man talk to her. But she she the difference between me and her is that she couldn't speak English. I could. So she must have been talking to me. She wasn't understand what the hell she was saying. Mm-hmm. But she 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 was really scared of that place. And to this day, she won't spend the night in that house. So uh, it wasn't just like it was just me, you know, making this up. No, my aunt sure. saw the thing I did. It's and almost- we never really talked to her about this until years later, you know, we were, you know, just talking to each other and we told her, we were talking about ghosts, and she was like, Oh my God. he goes, he goes, Your mom's house is so haunted. I saw the, a guy with the pig. I said, holy crap. That's the same guy I talk to all the time, you know? But I, I still think, to this day, you know, I still think he's, he still visits me. Yeah. You know, I, I, sometimes I get this feeling like he's around me sometimes, you know? And I'm not scared of him anymore, you know, at all. Back when I was younger, he used to attack me. Literally, would attack me. You know, it was, the, it was horrible, horrible. He, I could always tell it was him because he smelled mm-hmm. really bad. He, he you know, you, my ears would pop whenever he came around. You know the, you know, it, it was one of those. It had a physical effect on me. You know, every time I see this guy, and, and you know, I always hear your your callers about you know that they, they, they have anxiety and stuff. And I, I never suffered from anxiety until I got older. You know, uh, and now I do suffer from anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's not because, you know, I'm an anxious person. I'm not. I, I just feel that, you know, whatever it is, it affects me physically now, you know? yeah, sure. um, You know, I'm not a psychic, you know. I People always say, oh, you know, I'm a psychic. No, I I, I was born with this thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I believe there's two types of people in the world. This is the people that want to see a ghost and the people that actually see the ghost. Sure. And those people that actually see the ghost are the people that... that you know, they seem like they're mentally ill. Because w- once you see something like that, you, you can't unsee that stuff. Sure. You know, y- your reality changes. It, it, you know, there's no, there's me, no. There's something, just you and something else. You mm-hmm. know, there, there, there's, you know, all my life I've been able to see things. I mean, horrible things. Horrible. You know, I'll tell you this story. I'll, I'll tell you this story before. And, and, and I am, um, I am, I, 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 um, one time, when I was a teenager, I think I was maybe Fifteen years old, I uh, I used to sneak over to my girlfriend's house, and I used to travel at night around two in the morning. I would no around one in the morning. I would leave from my house and go see her because her parents didn't like me. You know, they they, they thought I was trash or whatever. You know, they you understand back then. You know, I you know I was from a lower neighborhood. You know, and she she was a private school girl, and, and that's the only time we could see each other. So I, I what well, you know I wasn't scared. I, I seen everything by that. I seen dead things. Nothing scared me because, you know, my dad always told me, don't ever fear the dead, fear the living. You know, that's the people that could hurt you. So, you know, I always put that, in, you know, took that to heart. It's true. So, I used to always travel at night to see this girl. You know, it, I think she lived like maybe like four miles away from me. So, I, I used to I used to take the easiest path, which is this river. This like, this like sewer thing, you know, that I used to walk through at night. And it was maybe like three miles long. It was the safest route there. Because if I walked up the streets, you know they're full of gangs and, and, and murderers, whatever. Sure. So I would walk down this, this, this narrow little, kind of like like a creek, but it was inside. It went it went inside like this, so you have to climb down and walk it, and then climb back out to get out of it. Well, this thing stopped at a park, so I was walking right and, uh, and uh, going there was fine I got there fine right I once I, I left it was maybe 2 2.30 I was headed back home uh, <laughs> I was headed back home and then I noticed it was 3 o'clock in the morning and I was thinking I gotta go make it home before my mom gets awake you know she's gonna beat me if she sees me you know so I cause my dad wakes up at 4 in the morning go to work so I had to be home by 3.30 ish to make sure he didn't catch me you know <laughs> so I, I would walk back and then one night when I was walking back, I saw something. I, I was walking back and I felt somebody behind me. And I turned around, I saw this lady walking behind me. It was this lady just walking, you know, just literally walking. I was thinking, that's odd. Why would she be walking in the creek at 2.30-ish in the morning, you know? Yeah. She was, she, was, she was a young girl, man. She had long hair, a white gown, and she was just walking. And I ain't not think nothing of it, right? So I was just walking. And then I turned around. And she must have been like a mile away from me. I turned around. She was maybe two blocks away from me. And I was thinking, hold on. How the hell did she make it that fast to me, you know? So I freaked out. I started running. Boom. I started running. And then this thing, whatever it was, it was so close to me. She, could, she was literally maybe like two arm dishes away from me. And this is like a span of seconds. Like wherever she was, she either was a marathon runner or or, or she reappe- reappeared behind me. So I started running and this they started running behind me. I ran a mile and I went up the stairs. And then my friend, Mikey lived one of those house. I knocked on this door and he let me in, right? And, it, and I told him, hey, hey, can I stay here tonight? I'm gonna call my parents. I'm gonna say, hey, I'm gonna stay here tonight. And he goes, why? He goes, something's chasing me, something's chasing me. And he goes, okay, you can stay here. And he goes, but not in this room. He goes, why not? Nobody stays in this room. He goes, no, 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 not in that room. And I asked him, okay, well, well, let me stay in your couch. He goes, okay. And he goes, well, let me tell you first why you want to stay in that room. This room was facing the creek, by the way. It it was like the closest window to the creek. And I noticed that there was crucifixes and there was uh, the, the, the window was nailed down and nobody would stay in that room. And I asked, man, something was chasing me. And he goes, I know who it is. I said, who? He goes, the reason nobody stays in that room is the same reason somebody was chasing me. That's like, what was it then? He goes, my brother, my older brother, he goes, "He doesn't live in his house, but he-, he told me this story. He goes that once he said the, when the window opened, and he was asleep and this thing crawled into his window, this woman. And she, she got on his back. And she he just telling him, don't look at me. Don't look at me because I'm really ugly. He goes, you did this to me. You did this to me. And he was getting scratched on his back. And he started crying. He goes, I didn't do anything to you because you killed me. He goes, you did this to me. And he started moving and, and she shook him off, right? And she had disappeared. Every night she would do this to him. So what they did, they locked the door, they, they closed the window, they nailed it down, they put a bunch of crucifixes in it. And he goes, he goes, that's the same girl that chased you. He goes, that's the same person that chased you, wherever he, she is, she was gonna get you. And I got freaked out because I, I, I didn't tell him it was I told him I was getting chased. I didn't tell him it was a yeah, woman. Yeah. I mean it was, it was the, the the murder woman that was chasing you. It was like, wow. I told him, I never told you that. You know, I, I never you know, I even mentioned woman. I, I freaked out because that was the same thing. Whoever this person was, she was trying to get me. She was trying to, like, her hands were extended, you know, like, you know, she looked the grudge. Have you seen the grudge before? Yeah. That, that, that kind of thing. That's how she looked like. Mm-hmm. I ran up the thing. I was, so, I didn't spend the night, by the way. I, I took off. I walked yeah. to the start. So I thought I'd rather get shot than yeah. get eaten by some ghost. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that was my little ghost story, um, Yeah, stuff like that always happens to me. It's not not so much anymore, but when I was younger, I used to see some really, really, really bad things. I used to see some horrible things. And you know, people say they see ghosts. Mm -hmm. I saw real physical people. It wasn't like a ghost. It was like that woman. She wasn't a ghost. She wasn't floating. She was walking. You know, she she was she looked she was like she got beat up. Like her hair was really muddy, you know, and it, it was really horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the clown guy—it was an actual person, it wasn't a ghost. I've seen, you know, I've seen some weird stuff in my life. You know, I um, I, I don't know if, if if I'm psychic or what, but I always attract these things. It doesn't matter. I you know, I recently stayed in the Stanley Hotel, and I, and I didn't stay there because I wanted to. I stayed there because I I like it. You know, I didn't. Yeah, I knew it was haunted. But I didn't know what rooms were haunted. You know? sure. I just wanted to stay there. It was so it was it was cool. But um you wanna hear that story? I have actually uh, You got maybe. something
1: that happened at the Stanley, yeah, I'd love to hear yeah, it. Yeah, I actually okay.
0: do. Um uh me and my wife, we, we stayed because she, she was in a convention in Denver mm-hmm. and we we saw a group on for the Stanley Hotel. Sure. And you know, like we bought it, whatever, you know, ninety nine dollars, you know, we, we bought it. We wanted to stay in the hotel. We didn't really care if it was haunted, like whatever. And uh we get there and they were overbooked. And I am like, well you know, we need a room. And the guys we'll we'll give you this room. And he goes, You trust me, you'll like it. And I like it, we didn't he didn't tell it was a haunted. It, it, we didn't we, he just gave us a room number, two whatever it was, four eighteen or something like that. So, and um we we get there, right, and we walk into the gift store and they're sending these keys. And our room number was one of these keys, and we asked, "Hey man, he goes, what's the deal with this key? Oh man, that's the most haunted room in this place. It's like, oh, no. crap. We didn't even ask for it. You know? That's why it's on Groupon. Yeah, it's like, what's on Groupon, man. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, we're staying two days. By the way, it was everybody stays there one night. We stayed two days, not because we thought it was haunted. It's, yeah, it's, we just wanted to visit Estes and stuff. You know? Sure, and that's the best hotel there, you know. So, anyways, the first night we get there. You know, have you ever been to the Stanley, by the way?
1: I have. Uh, actually, my first uh, marriage uh, was uh, right up there in Estes Park. And uh, the marriage was scarier than my experience at the uh, the Stanley. Uh, but <laughs> I wanted to see something at the Stanley. I stayed there one night, didn't have anything. I explored the carriage house right next door. It was open. It was empty. There was no one in there in the dark. Creepy, but never got to experience anything. So I'd, I'd love to hear what happened to you.
0: Well, like... Um we didn't know what was haunted. We didn't know anything about this place. We just knew it was a haunted room. We really didn't care. We didn't think it was going to be haunted. Sure. You know, I was like, eh, you know, I've been to really haunted places, and this place didn't give me that vibe, you know. It's like, you know, it, 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 I could pick up on things and you know, like I could pick up on ghosts. And I could tell you it's haunted. I didn't feel that. You know, I'll, I'll say to my wife, I don't feel anything here. You know, it's, it's not haunted. So, you know, we, we, we fell asleep the first day, you know, around two something. Something pulled my leg. <laughs> like, literally pulled my leg. And I was like, what the, what the? And I I, I turned around, like, like what's going on, you know? And then I tried to fall asleep again. And then somebody tugged my shoulder like this. They grabbed my shoulder, and I, I looked around again. I didn't see anything, you know? And I told my wife, something's in here. And he goes, go to sleep, go to sleep, you know? I Stop, you know, I stopped, just go to sleep. I was all right. I'll I fall asleep, and I saw his little head running. Like this like like a child you know like a little baby like a four-year-old running across my bed i only saw the top of his head and i thought something's here something's here and, they, and, and every time i would doze off, they would pull my arm or my leg or something then finally they pulled on my wife's leg and she got up and goes, okay something is here you know she's finally confirmed it because she you know she doesn't believe half the stuff i say and, and so, so finally she gets attacked, you know All night, this happened all night long People were just tugging my feet Pulling my arm I, I was, It got so bad that I wanted to switch rooms I, I couldn't sleep there No way I could sleep there I think it was like 4 in the morning Finally when, when, when they stopped bothering me Or, or either that, or I got really tired and I fell asleep mm-hmm. But I woke up I don't know why I woke up And I saw this man sitting in the chair This man wearing like a ranger's hat You know, one of those Those like Mountie hats
1: yeah like a park ranger type thing like yeah. a park
0: ranger guy was sitting in this, uh, on, 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 on the um, on, this, on, on the chair mm-hmm. he saw me he, he gets up and he walks into the closet and I told I saw this guy as clear as day you know I didn't know anything about this room and I told my wife you know what we're gonna take a ghost tour I wanna see what's going on here but anyways the next day we we uh we take because we got there like on a Thursday it wasn't the weekend and the next day was, was I think it was a, no actually we got in there, was it Wednesday on a Wednesday? It, it wasn't like because my wife had a convention the next day, the next day in Denver, so we we had her like I know it was somewhere in a week but I just forget what it was, and um, we took a ghost tour and they explained to us that on the fourth floor they used to be a child like they used to take, take care of children, and I swear I felt kids run on the street because I have two kids on my own you know mm-hmm. I know when the kids around me. And that was, you know, uh, that was the freakiest thing I ever did. It, it, it literally, you know, I, you know I, I've been around ghosts, but I have never been not attacked, but they were just trying to play with me. You know, they're they're like kids. They were pulling my arm, you know, they were pulling my leg, they were pulling my hair. But they wanted, they wanted, they, they wouldn't attack me if I was facing my wife. But if I was facing the wall, they would. It was a free for all, you know. It was just, it was weird. And I told the guy, hey man, you know. I got attacked in the room. Whatever it was, it wasn't, it wasn't the evil thing. It, it was, yeah, it was, there were kids, you know, so whoever died there were kids. Yeah. You know, like I said, I don't know really anything about the Stanley, but it's sure. my own experience. Yeah. I know? Mean,
1: compared to the other things that you've had in your life, this was like actually a fairly friendly experience, not a yeah, dark was- demon that was, you know, <laughs> no,
0: it, it, it was, um, it was, it wasn't scary. Don't get me wrong. It was just annoying because you sure. want not let me sure. sleep. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I've I seen some, you know, you know, I, when, you know, I, I the actual about my, but the black dog appears to me. You I mentioned think I, him. I, I, I well, let me, let me tell you why this dog appears to me. I, um, so, well, one, one day I get home from work and I, and I'm an, I, I'm, I'm an engineer. I, I write software for living, right? Mm-hmm. I get home from work and, um, I see this big old dog. I, it wasn't. It was more like a, like a, kind of like a great game with a lot of hair, mm-hmm. black hair. He was laying in my yard, and I I, I got the hose and I was trying to pull him off, you know, get off my lawn, or whatever. He wouldn't move. He would just sit there and look at me, and he would run to the backyard, and I would chase him down with the hose, and he wouldn't leave. He would not leave. For two days, this dog was in my my yard, and my dad would call me, "Hey, man! He goes, you gotta call, you gotta get that dog away from my grandkids. He might bite them." And I finally, you know, uh, I you know finally, I, I finally got rid of him. And that night, I go to sleep. This dog appears to me next to me. He literally appears next to me. I could smell him. You know, he smelled like wet dog, and he starts talking to me. He in his Spanish, he tells me. He tells me, "Hey, I know you. I know your family. I've known all of you for a long time. I've known your grandfather for generations. You know, you, your grandfather's grandfather, grandfather's grandfather." He goes, "Why do you do this to me? I'm just trying to be your friend." And I, I was like, I I, just, I I was, I couldn't say it like. And, and he goes, "All I wanted for you to do is give me some food and water." He goes, I, "I'm not here for you. I, I, I'm here for." you know, for somebody else. I just wanted to visit you. And I was like, I don't know what to say, you know. I was but like, yeah. you know, I, I, I couldn't talk. I, I I, was literally stuck to my bed. You know, I couldn't talk. This thing was talking. I couldn't move. And uh, he was telling me that he was a Nayahwe. Like, you know what a Nayahwe is? No. A Nayahwe is a witch.
1: Okay.
0: In Spanish folklore. It, it comes from the Aztec word. It, it's kind of like a shape shifter, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's supposed to be that dog. It, it, it was a black dog, right? And then he was telling me that, you know, that he knew my grandfather, he was there when my grandfather died, he was there when my grandmother died. And that, and that uh, he was just visiting me, you know, it's kind of weird. So I, I thought it was a dream, right? So like I woke up the next day to my wife and, and, and like, oh no, you know. He goes, I didn't see no dog. You know, I, you know, my wife right next door said like, I saw a dog. Anyways, I talked to my, you know, it, I talked to my cousin Richard, which is, he's older than me. He's like maybe like 20 years older than me. And, um, he, he, I was telling him my story about my dog you know, and I, he was like, oh my God, Oscar, you saw him too? He goes, he goes, I saw a big black dog when my grandfather died. He goes, he was in the funeral. He would, he appeared in the funeral. He appeared when he was dying, he appeared in the hospital. Not in the hospital; he was outside. And in my my aunt Nico, my dad's sister, he goes, "I saw a big black dog too." He goes, "I saw the dog waiting for us, you know, outside the door." We were scared of him. We we're like, "What's this big black dog doing out there?" You know. And I, we never exchanged this story, by the way. Ever? We just I just happened to mention that I saw a big black dog, and uh, and um, well. I understand the reason he showed up one of my dad's cousins had died that day and he was there for him but I didn't know that I didn't mm-hmm. know his cousin and so I told my dad and it was like dad I saw this big black dog and he goes I, I know why because my cousin died you know he, he died and, and he was Remember, he told me he wasn't there for me he was there for somebody else yeah. he, he just visited me
1: He's just visited. <laughs> that's not exactly the type of visitor you want and
0: no, I was like, why me? You know, why do you want yeah. to visit me? You know, and he told me why he was visiting me. He, he goes, he goes, so only certain people can see me. You know, and and yeah. you're that person. And I was like, I don't want to see you. Yeah. I don't really <laughs> care? You know, I um, people people, you know, like my aunts from Mexico. They they call me a, a don. A don is somebody that was born with a certain gift. Mm-hmm. You know, I um like I. I could feel people's pain you know what I mean yeah I, like if you're sick and die of cancer I could you don't have to tell me you're sick I know you're sick you yeah. know I smell people's sickness you know like that's why I hate going to Walmart I hate going to <laughs> I hate going to Walmart because I feel the the negativity in the air and it yeah. makes me sick sure I, I you know I work I work for a hospital and um you know I'm an engineer for a hospital anytime I go to the ER I feel the the pain you know i feel people's pain i hate going there you know because i feel sick yeah and um people always ask me randomly they literally stop me he goes he goes can you help me he goes how do you know i can help you you know like I, how do you know i don't want it i don't i don't, I don't want this you know those little sure. people that are seeking this there, people there's people that are desperate to want to see something i don't want to see anything you know? yeah you know all my life i've been haunted literally haunted and I don't want to see I don't I don't want my kids to experience what I experience sure no, no child should you know that's why when, when I hear people in your show they are you know they sound crazy but I understand what they mean sure because you know, I've been through that you understand when, I'm ten, when I was 10 years old I, I, I was going to get thrown into a psych ward yeah because you know this thing was attacking me and who would believe that seriously sure. like who believes a Ghost clown. I don't even believe it.
1: Yeah, I but mean, it, exactly. Yeah. But it's, it, it's one of those things. It sounds like it's a very, it's almost like a family thing with you, too, where there's certain family members who have this gift and you're obviously one of them.
0: Yeah, my, my aunt, my aunt Nico, is, she, she is a witch. Mm-hmm. She's she's one of those people that who in Spanish they call curanderas, which is a, like a witch doctor, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And me and her, she, she likes talking to me because she says I have the same thing she does. And I, I believe her, but I don't want to. I don't sure. want to, you know, I I refuse to accept that, you know, because not that I don't believe. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I know I've seen some crazy. I just don't want to because my 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 mom's grandfather told me if you believe in this stuff, it will hurt you. You know, so I choose not to believe. And that's why I always tell myself, i am i am i am a I'm a I'm a. I'm a Hesitate psychic. I don't want to be psychic. I don't. Sure. You know, uh, people. I don't know why people want to go seek this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't know once they open this door, it, it, you can't shut it down. You know, it um, it, it's one. Of the, it's one of those things that, you know, people. That's why I, I always like listening to your stories. So I want to hear people. I want to see people that experience the same thing I do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's. I believe these things attach to people. Whatever these things are, they 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 attach to kids. You know, like, they, they attacked me all my life. You know, since I was a little kid, they attacked me. Sure. You know, I used to hate spending the night in people's houses because I, I used to see crazy things, you know. And I never told people this, you know, like, I don't I don't want, hey, your grandma's here, you know, I hear, you know. Yeah. Or I, I see this evil thing staring out the window, you know, or I see this evil dog looking at me, you know. Sure. It's, you know, like I told her, there's worse things than ghosts out there. Way, way worse things than ghosts. And you know, I I I do believe that 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 um you know, you know like like when people see Bigfoot, you know, I don't believe in that. I don't think this Bigfoot's real, you know. But I know what I saw. You know, I know that this, there was a zombie clown thing mm-hmm. out there, and I know I know people don't believe me. It's fine. I I don't care. But I saw it. And sure. It, and it changed my life forever. You know, you understand when something like that, you see something like that, your reality gets shattered. Of course, because it's, it's no longer you, you're not by yourself anymore. There's something out there.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Well, you know, because I believe a lot of kids go missing because these things, whatever these things are, they get them. You know. Sure. Oh, you know, the I remember my dad. He used to tell me that he used to he used to be scared of, of closets and, and under his bed. You know, and my dad's psychic. My dad's actually like really like super psychic. My mom too. My mom's like what they call an empath. Whenever I'm sick or I'm scared, my mom calls me on the doctor. And
1: she knows, yeah.
0: She knows like oh, something's wrong with you. I had a dream about. She's like, crap, mom. I can I can never lie to her, you know, because she knows. She knows me too well, you know. Mm-hmm. And I believe I inherited both those things from my parents. You know, and um, and it's one of those things that you know. I actually grabbed a ghost once. I don't know if I told you this, but I uh, when, when my wife was pregnant with my first child, we we moved into this house with the one I'm living in right now, and uh, um we we used to get attacked by this man with a beard, and he was he 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 happened to be the owner of this house, and he had passed away in this house. He had a heart attack, and he died out of a sudden, and um and this guy would would attack us, you know, at night. He, he would, we would hear him, we would hear him talking. We, we would smell the smoke and stuff. And then, but he was attacking my wife, pregnant, you know. And one night, he, 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 um, I don't know what made me do this, but I, you know, I woke up and I grabbed something, I grabbed his neck. And when I grabbed him, I remember his, his eyes open like, oh my God, you're grabbing me, you know? I remember he felt slimy, like he felt like, when you, when you grab a fish, you know, mm-hmm. it, it falls, not, not scaly, but it just felt like slimy. I grabbed him and he evaporated and he disappeared. And I told him, look, man, if we're going to be sharing this house, uh, okay. I respect you. You know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to fight you. He goes, are you welcome here? I, I don't want to do this, you know, rest of my life. And he, he stopped. He literally stopped. Wow. And I know for sure now, you know, you know, I downloaded that app that, uh, yes. ghost box Yeah. And I asked him, Hey man, and I was watching a, a boxing fight and I asked him, Hey man, who do you think is going to win? And it was, it, it was a Mexican guy and it was a black guy and he goes, Mexican. I was like, what? <laughs> so now we have conversations, you know, and, and I have it on. And he, he tells cut the lawn. I was like, what? He wants me to like, do chores, you know, like he tells me fix the roof, you know, like <laughs> he, he tells me stuff, you know, like I, I hate cutting the lawn and he, he literally gets in the ghost box and goes, cut the lawn. Like, <laughs> I told like, my, my wife, my wife doesn't believe in this thing. You know? yeah. go, He's telling me to cut the lawn, you know, yeah. cut the shrubs. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's he, not. No, you know, one time I had my baby, my little one, he, he must have been like four months old. And I, I, I was doing something, and I left him in the tub on the thing, and he goes, check the baby. I was like, and I totally forgot I had the baby in the, in the tub. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I ran over there, and the water was about to get to his <laughs> neck. Yeah. But it, the person told me, check the baby, you know, yeah. check the baby. He gave me a heads up, so I ran back. And I grabbed him, you know, and, and you know, now I think he, he looks after the house, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have another story for the same guy somebody broke into my house once and I left the door open. You know, I literally left the front door open because I was in a hurry and they were trying to kick the door down. They were trying to kick the door down and the door would not budge. And the cops came and the cop just pushed the door open like this. And he goes, hold on, hold on. He goes, you weren't in the house? He goes, no. So who, he goes, the door was unlocked. He goes, who kept the door from opening, you know? Mm -hmm. We think it was the ghost. Uh, We think the ghost was protecting the house. Yeah. You know what I mean yeah I mean, it's, but no it, explanation
1: for that It's telling you those things about the house, cut the lawn, check the roof. It, it sounds like it's very protective of the house and you as its inhabitants. so Oscar, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. I know you have more, and we would love to have you back on again. <laughs> it's been it, It's been great, um so we will definitely reach out and we'll do this again some other night.
0: Well, thank you for having
1: me on. Thank you so thank much. You. We really, really appreciate it. Happy Halloween, and, and um, we'll we'll talk again soon. I,
0: I watch it at work all day. Well,
1: thank. <laughs> I'm glad that that we can keep you company. You you are awesome. Thank you so much for the stories.
0: I'm proud of man. Thank
1: you. All right. Have a good Bye. night. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. And we should mention too. Those are not children EVPs that we're hearing in the background. His, his children were in the background on this call. Yeah. A bit. So just before that, that starts going awry. But uh, well, that was creepy as hell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it sure was. I don't know which one's my favorite now.
1: Happy Halloween, everyone. There you go, Oscar in Dallas.
0: Thank you so much. That was such a treat to be able to talk to him about it.
1: That uh, yeah, that was that was creepy as hell. So hopefully everyone had a good scare for Halloween, and hope you enjoyed our uh, Halloween specials uh, here for you. The uh, the two hour edition of Real Ghost Stories online. Real ghost stories from real people. 2014. If you're, like I said, new to the show, we do this every single day, Monday through Friday, year-round. So if you want more ghost stories, you don't have to wait till next Halloween. Uh, They're coming back for you again on Monday. Or if you're an EPP, you get that bonus email on uh, Saturday with uh, some extra episodes in it. So if you want in on that, sign up right now at Real Ghost Stories Online. Five bucks a month is all that is. You get a bonus episode every single week and the satisfaction of knowing you are keeping our show alive so happy Halloween everyone
0: very much so
1: for uh, Jenny Bruski and uh, myself Tony Bruski. thanks for listening to another episode of Real Ghost Stories Online don't eat too many Snickers they'll make you throw up